Hi, welcome to Quiet Connection, a podcast dedicated to ending the stigma around postpartum mental health. I'm Chelsea. In today's episode, we hear from Lorraine. She's a mom of four with one more on the way. Despite the physical and mental challenges she has faced with each pregnancy, she communicates a deep love and appreciation for her journey to motherhood. Hello, today I'm here with Lorraine. Lorraine, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited to have you on the podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm very nervous. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to be nervous. It's okay to be nervous. This is about you, though. So to get us started, just like with everyone else, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, wow. Um, Sure. I am a mom. I stay at home with my kids. I have four kids right now that are 13, 12, about to be four, and about to be two. And I have one on the way that um, I'm on bed rest with. So, and hopefully we make it uh, just another three weeks to get it to 37 weeks. So, crossing my fingers for you. Yeah. Kind of trying to survive. I feel that. Not not to to the same extent, but I do feel that. I do. I think that's a um, thing, survival mood. <laughs> absolutely. We're all just trying to make it to bedtime, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. What do you do when you're not on bed rest? What kinds of things do you enjoy doing? We really enjoy just like kind of getting out of the house. I am not a person that likes to sit at home. So bed rest has been... In a very adventureful week. <laughs> it's been the longest <laughs> week ever. But so we like to go to like the park and we go to the trampoline park and we go to like a pl- place called Playpad. Sorry, I take the littles too while the bigger girls are at school. And uh, we're just constantly going, just constantly going. I never ending. And uh, <laughs> Always when the, on ki- the, move. the older ones are home, then it's just sports and all of the things. I don't think I have one free day during the week usually. So I'm usually in the car being a chauffeur to somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And you like it that way? Yes and no. It gets to be a lot sometimes, uh, especially Mm -hmm. like in the big cheer season for my one daughter. It's she's at practice five, six nights a week for four hours. Oh my gosh. And so we're just like constantly shuffling because then the other kids have things on their days as well. So I think Tuesdays, you know, the two older ones have dance while one has soccer and it's like, you know, ongoing. So one day a week would be nice to kind of just like chill out. But yeah, again, I go crazy when I'm home. So it's nice and it's out not. A little. Yeah. <laughs> I would like my Saturdays and Sundays back to me. <laughs> I, yes. Yes. I do but, not blame you. Yeah. No. But, you know, you do what you got to do. It's fun for them and it keeps them occupied and happy and out of my hair a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a win-win. Yes. Who was Lorraine before she had kids? <laughs> Who was I before kids? Yeah. Wow. That's right? been a long time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like 13, almost 14 years. Who was I before kids? Um, That's a, that's crazy like that. I had actually like think about that. Who yeah. Was I? Um, you know, I've always been like a very outgoing, bubbly person. That really hasn't changed. It did for a time with my ex-husband, but that's like a whole other story. But, <laughs> that's a different uh, podcast. Oh my God. That's a different podcast. <laughs> Always been like that bubbly, outgoing person, um, very into musicals. So I did like a lot of musical theater. I've always, see, that's the thing though. Growing up, I always even wanted to be a mom. That was going like, to be my question. Did so, you always I mean, picture yourself as a mom? It's kind of hard. Like, it's funny, but like when I wasn't a mom, I wanted to be a mom. Okay. I always say like, there's some people that are out there. They're born to be doctors. They're born to be, you know, all of these things. And I was born to be a mom. There are days where, like, I really think about those choices, and I'm like, did we make a good choice today? <laughs> but, um, no, it's that that's just what I've always wanted to be. I had, you know, a really great mom, and I wanted to be her. And that's I wanted awesome. to do all of those things just like she did for me. So, yeah. Don't forget, I'm pregnant, so if I get emotional, this is all your fault. <laughs> you can totally blame me. I don't mind. I don't mind. But yeah. You so, can blame me or we can blame baby. Uh, mainly the baby, but I'm going to blame you just yeah. for fun. <laughs> That's cool. I'm here for it. Right. It's all right. 
But uh, yeah, so I mean, I wasn't, I like to go out and I like to party and I like to have fun. But I mean, I was either, I mean, I worked at like daycares and I worked at a summer camp since I've been 13 years old, working with little kids. Like that's just always something that, you know, I wanted to do. I was a teacher up, up until I had my three-year-old, almost four-year-old. So okay. I taught pre-K. So, and that was fabulous. I loved that job with like every core, like everything in me. Like that was, that was my job. But then I had her and I was like, you know, I want to be home. Mm-hmm. And honestly with daycare and stuff, it was like, mm. yeah, it's, it's not. My job you didn't would... want to give me a 25 cent raise just to drive there, not even to take care of the daycare. So I was like, you know what? This is just someone's telling me it's time to stay home, and it was the best thing I ever did. That's that's Most great days. that it worked out. Most days. Most days. <laughs> Most days. Had to add that in there. Yes. yes. Has motherhood been what you pictured? No, motherhood is not what I pictured. No. At all. Oh, Tell no. me a little think, bit about that. But I don't think it is ever really what you picture. Mm-mm. You picture what – because you know what it is? Like when you're growing up, and you see your mom being the mom and doing all of the things. And it's just kind of like, that's what moms do. Moms stay home and moms do this. I mean, for each household, it's different. For me, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And you never see like the backstage stuff to it. Mm-mm. You don't see like the struggling with the bills. You don't see how did mom pay for just like a field trip or like any of those things. You don't see that backstage stuff. You never, you never see mom unless you have the older ones. So like right now they see it. <laughs> it's probably scaring <laughs> the hell out of them. You never see really mom pregnant mm-hmm. unless like you're little, but you don't remember it. Like it's so coming into being a mom, like with my first one, oh my God, almost 14 years ago makes me want to throw up. Um, <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe I'm a 14 year old. Well, I can because I know her attitude, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with her, it was definitely not what I expected, but that was also because of the situation I was in mm-hmm. at the time. My ex-husband was, he was illegal. <laughs> that way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm throw it out there. Um, and when I went to have her, I was on bed rest and he was actually picked up. Oh my God. So that's not what you expect. That is not what you expect with motherhood, right? Like, I'm going to have a baby by myself in the hospital. Like, you don't expect any of that stuff. You know, you don't expect things like that. You don't expect to have to do it by yourself for months on end. Yeah. And it was hard, especially with like your first baby. Yeah. They're like, it's no joke. (laughs) No. And you don't know know what you're doing. Oh, I was 23. I had no idea what I was doing. I was a baby. I had no idea what I was doing. I'm like, I can change this and I can feed this, but it won't stop crying. How do I make that stop? Like you go crazy. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of like fell into it. And with my second, it was just, she was 15 months later. So it was kind of like, I'm just continuing it. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's just continue. And things started, you know, that's kind of, those two is what I pictured, I think, the most. Okay. Um, What motherhood would be like. It was easier. Easier. You just kind of fell into it. I did. But then it came into the part of the motherhood where him and I split. I can say it now because I realize it now. It was a very toxic relationship. Mm. It was really bad. And you never think about, like, I hid that from them. So, like, mm. you don't expect that in motherhood either like all of like those little teeny tiny things you know what I mean like when him and I finally then split it was like we had no electrics for two weeks but my kids think we went camping in the house I pulled the tent out like you know what I mean (laughs) yeah what a creative way to handle that well you got you hide those things from them you don't want them to see those things yeah so this time around I have a much more supportive amazing husband most days oh good most days days I don't want to strangle him (laughs) <laughs> Only when I'm pregnant. So <laughs> when I'm pregnant. But you know, so that is something too that like seeing the different sides of motherhood via different partners. Mm-hmm. It was very like eye-opening. Like, holy shit, this is what it's supposed to be like. Right. It wasn't like, supposed this is what it to can be, be like, like it wasn't supposed to be me at home with a brand new baby while he's out at a bar to 4am 
Mm. while trying to take care of another one who's got an ear infection or like things like that. Like this is what it's supposed to be. Like you're supposed to have a partner. This is a partner. So that has been helpful in, in ways that you can't, I can't even like really actually explain, but then there's times where motherhood is exactly what I think it was supposed to like what I thought it would be. Even like the littlest things, like I got a, my preschoolers first preschool picture today. And like looking at it, it was like, this is what I pictured. Yeah. Like this cute little face. I'm like, you know, all the artwork on my fridge and mm. on my walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, There's a hack. There's a mom hack. You just stick a frame. I put a frame on it. it. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't erase that. It's she drew up like a family picture. It's all of us. And then with me though, there's like a little person inside my like big Aww. huge circle. Because <laughs> that's how she draws. It's like a circle, like a and like arms and leg sticks or whatever and uh, she drew one inside of mine oh so my like God. I can't get rid of that I had to no. frame that yeah it's like those moments like watching the, my daughter do her cheer and like winning first place and like I am their biggest fan yeah in everything so yeah. oh, shut up no I'm not I can... I'm not, no I'm not gonna do it I'm not gonna do it I'm gonna suck them back in um suck them back in <laughs> But no, like those are the things that I imagined and has exceeded all expectations and in such a wonderful way. That's amazing. So, I mean, there's like both sides were like, yeah, no, did not expect that. I didn't expect to have a kid projectile poop all over me while changing them. No, none of us <laughs> Or did. being in ERs and kids having surgeries and like, again, like behind the scenes with like you and your husband trying to figure out how, you know. How are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? But still be able to do this. Our family vacations and seeing all the happy faces and like those exceeded everything I ever thought motherhood would be. If any of that made any sense, because I jumped around a lot. and I No, it made perfect sense. (laughs) It made perfect sense. I'm like so ADD. I was just going to say it might be because I have a squirrely brain too, but it made perfect (laughs) sense to me. (laughs) Well, at least you and I are on track, right? Yeah. (laughs) everybody else just needs to hop on yeah right so you have four kids now right and you have another on the way correct okay did you ever struggle with any of your kids to bond or did that bond come pretty instantly for you so my first two no you had no trouble instant like perfect yeah and I think my oldest and I is because we were alone for two months. I mean, I had mm-hmm. my mom and I had all that, but like it was lonely. Mm-hmm. I was instantly connected to her. Yeah. You had that fairy tale. I did. It was. And then even when I had my second, all my pregnancies have been horrific. Let's just put that out there. Like, so pregnancy wise, never been the best at like connecting then <laughs> um, because I've hated every single one. Everyone has put me in a hospital. Everyone has given me preeclampsia. Everyone has given me hyperemesis. Like, oh my God. They suck. <laughs> yeah. So the pregnant part, not so much. No, not so much. The outcome is great though. Yeah. But um, so the first two, Susan handed them to you, like it was this whole thing. I had a hard time. Was it my son when I got pregnant with him? No, I'm sorry. You know what? It wasn't my son. It was my four, almost four-year-old. She's a, when I was pregnant with her, I had a hard time connecting with the pregnancy, but that was after a loss. Okay. So this is our fifth baby, but there has been eight pregnancies total. Okay. So in the beginning, it was very, very difficult for me to like get on board. Like I acted like I was on board. Like, this is great. Oh my gosh. Yay. (laughs) But on the inside, I was like crumbling because it was like, is this going to work? Is this going to stay? Is this, Mm. is is all of these things going to be, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So, I mean, towards the end, 100% was like, team autumn like (laughs) um her and I bonded instantly then there was Nikki my son I had a harder time bonding when pregnant with him because I was afraid because it was a boy okay only because and I think that was because I'd had three girls and I wasn't a hundred percent positive if I could be a boy mom if that makes sense. I know that yeah. probably sounds super strange, but like I'm team pink and glitter and sparkle <laughs> and Barbie. Like that would that had been my life for 10 plus years. Yeah. So it was kind of like 
how do I do blue? I, I remember when we found out it was a boy, I asked my husband, can I bring him home in pink? And he said, <laughs> no. Can I bring him home in a pink bow? And he was like, what? <laughs> and I remember talking to my girlfriend, Lindsay, who you know. And yes. I was like, what if it's like a pink bow tie? Like, can I do that? And I remember <laughs> her being like, pink. I remember her being like, okay, fine. And she actually, I remember, sent me a pink bow tie. Oh my and God. And it was so big on him because he was a NICU baby. But I remember just being like, yep, I got my pink bow tie. <laughs> like, we're good to go. But the second they handed him to me was like a feeling that like, I don't even know how to explain because like, I'd always bonded with my others. But when they handed him to me, it was like a whole new ball game. Yeah. I now understood how my husband was the way he was with our girls <laughs> if that makes sense because they are such daddy girls like 100 percent. and he is a mama's boy like he his nickname is wreck it ralph <laughs> I love it. he is my toddler terrorist <laughs> and he can destroy absolutely everything like today was like I can't even tell you how many things he destroyed in our house. But then he comes over and hugs me and I'm like, it's okay. I love you too. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> Go destroy more. Have fun. Um, I didn't have, so when he, when he made, got here, I don't, it's like, why was I worried? Yeah. I have no idea. This one I'm having, a the one I'm pregnant with now, I'm having a harder time bonding with in there. Only again, I think because pregnancy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and you're having complications. Oh, you don't know what you're having? No. So, and I think that's <laughs> adding okay. to my anxiety a little bit because I don't know what it is. So it's like, I can't name the baby. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, there's no name to it. There's no any of that. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I can imagine that would make it a little difficult because you can't, like, you can't even really picture this no, little person. I can I think, you know, what I'm having the harder time connecting and bonding with, though, is now with my 13-year-old. Well, that is, yeah, but a that, challenge. I think is like a whole new, <laughs> that's a whole new chapter. Yeah, I'm like, not looking no forward one, to that. Don't. Run yeah, away I'm, and drink lots of wine. <laughs> it helps. It, no, it, there, it, no, it's not fun. <laughs> no. I'm already struggling with my seven-year-old. I cannot imagine what she's going to be like as a teenager. Well, I, I remember that everybody always tells you, oh, the terrible twos, right? I feel like three is worse. Fours. Oh. So I always went from the terrible twos to the three-nager. Yes. To the F-U fours. Okay. I like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start using Cause that. Because that's when they're like independent and... They can do things on their own, but like some of those things they they can't do on their own. They think they can. They think they can. So it's like always like those and you're just like, I can't with you. Like I love you so much, but I can't you need to walk away. Please but then let you get mommy to do thirteen. It. And there are days where I'm like, you know, you are my DIY project. I can sell you on Etsy, right? <laughs> As awful as it sounds, it's the truth. I like look at her. I'm gonna do it. There's gonna be a day. (laughs) She's a listing on Etsy. Yes, she's my (laughs) DIY project. I can do it. (laughs) So you mentioned that all of your pregnancies have kind of been a struggle. Being a mom is really important to you, and you feel really connected to that. But the pregnancies are not something you have enjoyed. No. You also mentioned some losses Mm -hmm. can you talk to me a little bit more about that and what that has meant in your journey the getting pregnant part was never really hard for me Mm -hmm. I guess if that makes sense until the pregnancy uh right before my before autumn my almost four-year-old and um we got pregnant it was very early on in my husband our relationship and uh you know we went for an appointment and there was no heartbeat Mm. anymore and it was extremely hard. We chose to do it at home instead of going into a hospital and doing all of that. I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I mean, everybody's different. I feel like some people would have done better in a hospital. I think sometimes I look back and I'm like, I should have done it in a hospital, mm-hmm. but I'm also glad that I did it. Mm-hmm. I liked being in the comfort of my own home and, you know, so they gave me the medication. We did that at home. It took us then two years. 
to get pregnant of trying. Again. Mm-hmm. Our daughter, Miss Autumn, ooh, that girl, she <laughs> is, she's a Clomid baby. That's what I call her, my little Clomid baby. Took about two tries on the Clomid for us, which we were, we are very blessed. That's all it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people out there have a much harder, more difficult journey. And then the loss before my son, there was a month gap. Okay. So we had the loss and then I was pregnant a month later. Okay. Wow. That's a really quick yes. turnover. That's hard to digest and process. It, you know what? And I think that's why. So like with Autumn, it took so long. So like I think in the beginning of like trying that connection during that pre- was so difficult because it's like, and I think that's after any loss, you kind of have a hard time. Like, this is like a lot of detail, but like when you go to pee and every time I, I'm about to pop this baby out. Okay. <laughs> and we had a loss a month prior to this baby as well. And there's still times when I like, you know, go to the bathroom and I still look for spotting and bleeding yeah. and the littlest cramp, even though like I know in my head it's round ligament pain or mm-hmm. this kid just kicked my rib too hard, but like something's wrong. Like it's just, it's very difficult in like pregnancies after. Yeah. Like it's, it's difficult in that moment. I don't think I could survive another one. Like, like so like this is going to be our last baby period. I'm not technically, I wouldn't, my doctor told me it was a death wish to have another kid. Wow. Because I have preeclampsia so bad with each one, it gets progressively worse. But I don't think I would have been able to survive another loss either. Like yeah. th- it's just, it takes a chunk of your heart and it's just like, it's gut wrenching. So, yeah. I mean, the rainbow baby totally you know, I feel like they're up in heaven. They sent us these babies, you know? Mm-hmm. So loss is just, there's no words to actually like, when someone is like, ah. I had a friend who went through one and I remember her asking, like, can you help me like process? Can you help me like describe this? Like, I can't find the words. And I'm like, there are no words. There is no words. Like, unless you want like medical, technical terms, there is zero words to come from a mama heart. That's going to be able to like describe to anybody out there how it feels. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's. Yeah, well, no. And I do, I can say that I don't. And I'm and I, that's one reason I asked the question, because mm-hmm. for a lot of us, we've had scares and we have mm-hmm. and we have pregnancy anxiety and thing like, things like that. Mm-hmm. But like I have not experienced a loss. So when I talk to a mom about it, I do try to make it clear, like I don't understand mm-hmm. and I am so, so sorry and but I think it's important too that it's talked about because I am the first person to say that. Yeah. So we have always announced all of our pregnancies extremely early. Everybody's always like, oh, wait till 12 weeks. What are you doing? What are, you're past the uh, you know, that time. You're in like your the second danger zone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's bullshit. Yeah. This baby, this is my baby. And I'm going to celebrate it. Every second that I can. Every mm-hmm. again, everybody's different. Some women feel the need to just hold it in as long as they can. Cause you know, God forbid, I wanna be a I wanna be able to be there for someone who has been through a loss. I don't wanna hide it. I wanna celebrate that life that we would have had. Cause that's my that is at the end of the day, that was my baby. Yeah. That was that is, you know. And I feel that that baby deserved to be celebrated, even if it was for a week, whether it was uh, two months, what, however long it goes for. And, uh, you know, I never, like I said, like, I think we, we announced this one. I think I was like six weeks pregnant. And then I think when the pee on the stick had barely dried. Oh, pretty much. Yeah. All 20 sticks had barely dried. My husband used to tell me I had a uh what was it? A pee stick problem. Because I would take them and they're like, you have to go get more. And he was like, We just took five. No, I need five more. Go get me five I, more. I and did the same like, thing. Every day was a new one. And then I would check yep. if they got darker with this pregnancy now the loss prior, I actually realized like not getting darker. And then Mm. we started having bleedings. Then I was like, okay. But I mean, at the end of the day, like I still celebrated every single day. Like I was, you know, overjoyed with each one. So I can't, I'm not going to just crush my joy because someone else doesn't feel like it's 
something you should talk about. Yeah. But I mean, there's so many other women out there that like, I don't understand why it's such a taboo to talk about. There's so much about, about this entire thing, this parenting and motherhood and childbirth. And it's all taboo. Like be saying, saying being a stay at home mom is fucking hard. It is. (laughs) I'm sorry. There's no other words. It is fucking hard. And I remember one time I put up, what was it? A post saying like, I'm a stay at home mom. It's like one of those things like, you know, I was venting. I was saying how stressed I was and like. All of these like mom friends were like, girl, we understand you can do this. It's just one day, all of these things. And then I will never forget. It was actually my brother, him and his wife decided not to have children, which total. So like, they don't understand like the parent side, which, right. and, and that is their prerogative. I don't, they're, their puppies are their babies. And I love their puppies. Like I got <laughs> two niece puppies. Like it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I remember him being like, well, you know, my wife goes to work and she comes back and takes care of the dogs and blah, blah, blah. And it was like this whole thing. And I was like, first of all, I never was diminishing all the hard work that anybody out there that goes to work, whether you're a mom, whether you're not a mom, whether you're a mom that goes to work, whether you're your mom that stays home, whether you you just go to work and you don't have kids, you just have puppies. You're like, I wasn't taking away from anybody. I was just saying like, this is my struggle. Mm-hmm. And today was fucking hard. Yes. <laughs> like, what happened? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, well, it but, kind of like he sort of invalidated your, you just needed to yeah, get it out. Just you just needed and to get it out. I, it's like, I don't understand why, like, maybe before, like, my mom was like growing up or whatever, like, that wasn't talk, but like, it should be talked about. Mm-hmm. That's what we're trying Everybody to do has here. A sh- yeah, and I love this. Everybody <laughs> has struggles, whether you're over on A side or B side or like in between side. Like it doesn't matter whether it's no. the whole thing is crazy. I think mental awareness and like, especially with moms, your mental state goes to shit. Yes, when it you're does. <laughs> yes, it does. You and know, that's not and- even that's not even counting like postpartum mental health issues. Like mm. your your yes, but your brain is forever changed when you have a baby. Yeah, you should be able to express that. Everybody, when you come home from work, like you know, and say you come home from work and it was a really rough day at the office, and you sit down and you have like a beer, or you just want to like vent about how awful work was. What's the difference between me being like, well, let me tell you about how your kids shit on the floor today. <laughs> like, yes, you want to talk about how difficult today was? I'm sorry, your computer didn't work. The kid shit I on the literally floor and then ate the had cat a shit food. day. Okay. I literally had a shit day. Yes. Shit day. Yes. Yes. And just so we're clear, that was today. That was today? <laughs> Oh my god. That was just part of my day today. Oh. So. Yeah, you have had a day. Oh yeah. And while oh. on bed rest and then trying to take care of that. Oh my god. But oh Lorraine. <laughs> we talked about mom brain and we kind of talked about how that changes you and we briefly sort of touched on mental health. Mm-hmm. Tell me about how your mental health was impacted through your journey as a mother. Um <laughs> mom brain um <laughs> there is like nothing up there anymore i think um, <laughs> no it's just too many tabs it's not nothing it's everything well he, pregnancy mom brain i could talk about that real quick you want to hear a funny story yeah so <laughs> i had to drop my daughter off at preschool and i got everybody in the car i got the two well the two the two littles in the car mm-hmm. and she thank god she has a drop off line in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home after I dropped her off and I'm walking inside with my toddler and I realized I didn't put pants or shoes on that day. <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, I have now seen three neighbors <laughs> who 
I was so curious. Like, why are they just staring at me like that? Like, I waved. I said hello. And they're like, hi, how are you? Like, with this, like, petrified look on their face. I'm like, what the heck? Why? Like, why are they? At-? And, like, the one I'm, like, really good friends with. Like, she, you know, our kids play together every day. And she kind of, like, stared at me. This is walking back in the house. Mm-hmm. She's like, Lorraine. I said, yeah, did, did he run outside? And you had to run and get him? No. She goes, where were you? I said, I just dropped Autumn off. She goes, did you go inside? And I said, no. She goes, you have no pants on. <laughs> and I looked down. And I was like, oh, shit. They don't have pants on. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's your mom brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a fun moment in my life. You can um, uh, tell that at her wedding. Tell that story. Oh, you bet I will. I tell everybody that. That's that one of my... <laughs> That's like my go-to story. And people are like, I'm sorry. What did you say? You had no what on? <laughs> no pants, no shoes. And I never noticed. Meanwhile, it was like 40 degrees outside. And your kids didn't say anything. No. My toddler no. was probably like, she looks like a princess. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> this is what princesses wear now. No wonder she doesn't want to wear pants anymore. Like, that's probably why. She wants to be like mommy. Yep. But um, <laughs> the mental health side. <sighs> After my first two... I bounced back really well. There was no like real struggles there or anything. I ended up having postpartum after autumn. Okay. I did not notice it. That that's not uncommon. Um, my husband did. Mm. And I remember going to like what was it like one of like the the like what was it maybe the two month check? Yeah, like a six week. And they give you those survey things. Yeah. And I was filling it out like nonchalantly, whatever. My husband goes, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. As he like pointing down like the numbers. I'm like, what are you talking about? No, I'm sleeping. He goes, oh, okay. And, <laughs> uh, you know, all of those like things. He's like, you know, you're lying with all that. That's all bullshit. You just bullshitted your whole way through that whole thing. And so I remember showing it to the doctor. And because I just turned it in the way I had filled it out. Yeah. And he went to the, the pediatrician and was like, she's lying. Mm. And I was like, oh, he's, no, he doesn't always talk about it. He's not home. He's at work. And I let it go. And I remember he, I think he reached out to, I'm pretty sure he reached out first to my friend, Lindsay. And uh, her and I are like best friends. I'll talk about her a lot, probably. She'll come up <laughs> a lot. And uh, I remember her messaging me being like, how you doing? Really? How you doing? For real? Like, I'm fine. Like, what the hell's going on? And then I remember him then coming to me like the next day like what is happening like is this like an intervention like I'm sorry I haven't showered in two weeks like what do you want from me you know I've got a new baby and then I had like a 10 and a nine-year-old like I it was crazy for like it was because I think because the gap was so large between the two as well where Mm -hmm. it was like I was having a hard time adjusting to having the two different like major age groups yeah like it was you know so I remember him being like, yeah, so mm, we need to go to your doctor and we need to talk to her. And I remember being like, okay, whatever. And I remember going to the doctor and the doctor asking me questions in person. And my doctor knew me very well because that was a rough pregnancy. I was at the doctor all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, her being like, you're lying. I can tell. Like it oh was like gosh. a continuous thing. So it wasn't so bad. I kind of grew out of that one. I didn't need anything. Um, you didn't need any intervention or no. anything. No. Um, just a lot of watching. Yeah. After my son was a different story. <laughs> okay. Um, he was early. He was a 34-weeker. Uh, so he was in the NICU. Mm-hmm. And again, Lindsay was there to save the day. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she stayed home with my older ones because I went a lot earlier than I was supposed to, clearly. And I remember she had stayed with my older ones at, and well, all three of them. And, uh, I remember calling her, it was Wednesday. I'd had him on Saturday and they had this thing called like for nesting parents. Like you could stay in the hospital as long as there was like rooms. Yeah. And I stayed, I didn't want to leave the mm-hmm. hospital. And I remember calling her on Wednesday and being like, I can't be here anymore. I can't do this. And I remember she was leaving to go, you know, with her kids, she was pregnant and she had her son and all of these things that she was going back to, uh, her family's house. And she'd been there for like how long too? like, you know, so she was amazing. And, um, I remember her being like, 
okay, all right, just like take a deep breath. Let's get a hold of Eric because I couldn't get a hold of him because he, he had to go to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember Eric being like showing up, and I'm like, I can't be here anymore. But like, I couldn't tear myself away. And my mental state was so unhinged. Oh, <laughs> it was a hot mess. And the first, like, you know, being home without him was really rough because you don't expect to come home without a baby and a carrier. Yeah. And I remember my kids would just be, like, asking questions. And I, I remember walking away and being like, I can't talk right now. And, like, coming back into the bedroom and, like, hiding. And he's like, they just want to love you. Like, they just want to be with – I'm like, I understand that. I This is why I came home. I missed my children. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be with them. I just – physically just like at the same time it was just like I couldn't because not all my children were there yeah and it was really rough and I think that was like the start of my postpartum journey with him he it was a little bit darker with him I think afterwards but my husband knew what to look for yeah and he got me to like the doctor like pretty fast and good um, I was given medication <laughs> yeah. uh, for that one because it was a little, like I said, it was much darker. My thoughts were in places that they should not be. Not like directed towards my kids. It was just directed towards myself. I just wanted to clarify that one. Um, oh, yeah. Because, I no, mean, that's... it can be either way. I mean, the postpartum yeah. is so different for everybody. And like, yeah. I don't think, and that's like another taboo, but a lot of people don't understand like how I know I saw something, something someone said, I don't know how she could think. I walked in on a conversation and they said, I don't know how she could think that way towards her child. It had been Mm. a friend of mine who's going through like severe, severe postpartum where she actually took herself to the hospital and like, I'm here. I need help. And uh, because she was having thoughts about her, you know, hurting her children. Mm -hmm. And it was like, how can you say that about her? Like she did. She didn't do anything to them. They were completely, she dropped them off at a safe place with her, her mother. And she took herself to go get, why are we putting her down when she just did the right thing? She just did an incredibly brave thing. Yes. Saying, excuse me. Hi, I need help because the thoughts I have are not okay. Yeah. Like we're, we need to be supporting her, not putting her down for that. I mean, I, I never got to that point. Cause like I said, I had my husband, he watched me, whatever. I know with this time around, my doctor already told me she's going to uh, try and see if we can start treatment before I even leave the hospital. Okay. So, which is something that they do now, which I actually did not know about. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, but I think it's also because I have, because I'm a lucky duck, a lo- <laughs> on top of everything else, I also have prepartum. So, like, perinatal? Perinatal mm-hmm. mood disorder. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yay! Okay. Yay! Because it comes out. Mine's starting to come out. Like, um, I don't get just like depressed. I also get postpartum anxiety and rage. Yeah, it's fun. And rage. Oh, you're already getting oh, the rage. Yes, too. I am. Yeah. Which uh, I feel really bad for my 13 year old because she's the one. <laughs> she's the one I directed towards, and I think that's because her little attitude does not help. So, mm-hmm. but she's the one I constantly am directing it towards, and I feel awful. So. I have to remind her like every day, like, this is not really your mom. You know, like, yeah. this is, this is not me. I swear. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I kind of know that. But like, you can be really scary now. <laughs> Don't mess with well, me. Well, <laughs> but that's, that's, so that's what is so misunderstood, I think, by a lot of people. And maybe that's why it's so taboo is because mm-hmm. you, it isn't you. It no, isn't it's you. not. This is not, I remember. The first day after Nikki that felt like me again, and it was like, I've been on my medication for a little while, and I remember he was home, and like, I remember like walking outside, because it was like summertime, and I remember mm-hmm. walking outside, and we were about, to, we were all walking to the pool that's like across the street from our house, it's in our neighborhood, and my husband had the other three, and I was carrying him, and I remember walking, and just like, I stopped. Like in the middle of like the field that like is like in between us, and my husband like looked back at me. He's like, "What's the matter?" And I was like, "I can feel again." Like, but I didn't like realize that like I could feel again until like all of a sudden, like it hit me all at one time. And I'm standing there, and all my kids are like staring at me, like, "Why is mommy like being super weird, crying for absolutely no reason in the middle (laughs) of the field?" Like, (laughs) you hit all the feels all at once. And I remember him looking at me like, "I'm sorry, what?" And I was like, "I can breathe. I can." 
my I like my chest doesn't feel tight. Like it was just everything at once, and it was like, holy shit! <laughs> this how is old how I'm was to feel. how old was Nikki at that point? I want to say it was two months. Yeah, like and I'd been on the medicine for you know a little bit. I mean, sometimes it can take longer. Sometimes it takes everybody's different. Yep. But yep, I will. I remember that day. And I remember calling. <laughs> Lindsay and being like guess what and she was like what like what's the matter I was like I can feel things and she was like um what 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 does that mean (laughs) so confused but yeah so I think it's something you can totally get through as long as you have the right support Mm -hmm. and if you don't think like I was very blessed I had amazing friend I had an amazing husband and even my older kids were amazing in like a way that like they could have been at that time. Yeah. Like they understood when mommy would like have a nervous breakdown, it really wasn't directed towards him. And they would understand like when I would apologize, I would make sure to like what you expect from them when they do something wrong, you apologize. I would go yeah. and apologize to them, explain to them like, this is not me. This is, I swear, like it has nothing to do with you. I am sorry. And them just understanding and like acknowledging that, that really isn't my mom. Yeah. It was super great and helpful. Well, but it also speaks to what a great mom you are that you <laughs> took no, really, that you took <laughs> you took that step to afterwards process with them and be like, I just want yeah. you to know that's not mom. Well, I, I feel like mental health, especially like even for them, like it's super important. We take mental health days all the time. I love that. Especially after COVID. I love like, that. There was times, even during COVID, when they were still have to be at school and they have to be on a laptop and they have to do this and they have to do that. And it was like, dude, they're struggling too. Like they don't yeah. want to be home with everybody like all the time. Like they want to go see their friends. Like they want to hug somebody. Like that's not just a, they want to see their grandma. They want to do this. So we always made it like once a week, every Friday. We canceled school and we would go do like, we did something outdoors. Like we would go have a hike or something where we were not near other people and like, you have to have those men- – and you need to have those mental checks with your kids, mm-hmm. I feel. Like, my 13-year-old does not want to, like, check in with me ever because she's <laughs> 13 and she's wonderful. But I let her know, like, especially when she's, like, in a mood, having an attitude for, like, absolutely no reason, like, today. And I even looked at her and I called her. It was actually right before we started this. I called her and I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why you're angry. I don't know why you're mad. And, like, there are times where I do yell and scream. And, like, I know. Like, I jump to the rage. My my patience is gone by the time she gets home from school. Mm-hmm. And I apologized for that because I did that earlier on. <clears throat> and I called her and I said, I'm sorry. I, I don't understand why you're feeling the way you're feeling. But I want you to know, like, just talk to me. Like, I am here for you just to vent to. If you're having trouble at school, if you're having th- – what happened? Like, or – is it something else like her relationship with her there? I call him the donor, the donor, the donor, yeah. my ex. Yeah. And you know, is there something going on there? Is it, you know, what's going on? And I'm fine. Okay. Well, I'm here if you need me, but yeah. so that she knows you're available. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she's reached out to me a few times when there was a few things that were going on. And it was like, you know what? At least when it's like major, she will come to me. Yeah, that's Except, what's important. But she does it in a way where she's not, if that makes sense. So, like, we do a journal. Okay. And I have them write in it every single day. And if you want me to see it, just leave it somewhere. Leave it in the bathroom. Leave it on a countertop. Leave it out in your bed. Or, like, whatever. In a place where I'm going to see it. Mm-hmm. You don't want me to read it? I'm not going to read it. That's yours. That's your personal thing. You hide it away. She left in her bathroom and opened to the page she wanted me to see. And it said something like, my family would be better off if I wasn't part of it. That Mm. was the part that stuck out to me like the most. Yeah. The rest of it, honestly, I don't even remember what it said. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I. so I remember I called her out of the bedroom because they were about to go to bed. And I called her out of the bedroom into the living room, just her and me. And I said, can you explain that one to me? Because usually I don't confront. I just let them vent. Yeah. Like that one, I was like, "Mm, we're confronting this one. Yeah. And she like broke down and she was like, I just feel like I'm always being, I'm always in trouble. And I said, well, why do you feel that way? Why are you always in trouble? 
because I do the things to get me in trouble. Well, okay, then like, can you blame me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm yelling at you because we're not listening and making good choices. (laughs) Right. Right. It got down to like where she was like, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean any of it. I just, I needed to just feel it. And I'm like, totally valid. Yeah, I get that. You just needed to feel, that's all I needed to hear from you. And then the next day, we had a mental health day. We went out and got our nails done. That's I didn't send awesome. Her to school. I'm not going to send her to school when she's feeling like that. No. You know what I mean? Like, so just, I, it's such an important thing that you just need to like, it's not, and it's not just you, like, make sure to check in with all of the important people around you. Like, even if it's just like a, how are you feeling today? So I love, I love that that idea, that journal idea. And I may use that someday. That's not something that I would have thought of on my own. That's, that's a really, really neat idea. I didn't think of it. Where did I see? I think I actually saw it. It was on some television show. Oh, you know, working moms. One of the moms is like a therapist and she had like mentioned it or something. And I remember like, I'm going to try and see if that works. And it worked great. That's so cool. I love that. So mental health is definitely an important topic in your house. 100%. 100%. I wish I wish my husband was more talkative about it. But um but at least no, he sounds like a good us. support system. Yes, he is. He has his moments. He's a man. Let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest. But um and there's days where I'm like I think what was it? Yesterday <laughs> this baby has put me in like rage mode, like hardcore. I'm very like more like <laughs> prone to being like I'm going to punch you in the throat. Woo. Like, but I won't actually do it. I don't actually yeah. do it. It's just like, that's just like my, like I'm on just like instantly just like anger. Yeah. And I remember looking at him last night and being like, I could punch you right now if I really believed in that. Like I could do it. I could do it. But like, and he just like looks at me like, um, I'm going to just move to the other part of the couch and stop rubbing your feet. I'm sorry for breathing. And that's what it was. He, he, he was eating popcorn and it was just so loud. <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to strangle you. Oh my God. He was like, I'm just breathing. And I was like, I know you're annoying. <laughs> <laughs> this baby's going to be feisty. Oh, I know. Oh it my is. gosh. I'm in trouble. <laughs> Yay. But, no yeah. calm one for me. <laughs> one good one. Just like one calm one. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, maybe all the rage is going to come out through you and then this baby will just be a peaceful little angel. I don't know. We can only hope. (laughs) So what I think is so great, though, about you is, I mean, it's it absolutely sucks that you have been through what you've been through and like through all of your pregnancy challenges and through your losses and whatnot. But you now know and have the foresight to know your triggers and your mental health triggers and the yes. markers to look out for. Mm-hmm. So what it sounds like is that you're being proactive this time around. Yes. Which is huge, which is amazing. Do you feel like throughout all of your pregnancies, you have had the support that you needed in order to maintain your mental health? And I mean, like from your doctors? No. no. Um, my first two, no. Okay. Um, from like my mom and my friends, yes. But I had mm-hmm. a spouse that could give a, a hoot. He did yeah. not care about anything. Again, that's why he's an ex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he's still that way. He is still that person. Like I did not feel supported by him or my doctor. My doc. Well, that's a whole other story. My doctor. The only reason I went to her the second time around was because I liked the hospital a lot. And okay. I knew I could actually ask for a different doctor when having my daughter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, she was actually shut down too. Uh, so, oh, don't mention her name in that hospital anymore. Um, <laughs> you, get, you get a look like I'm sorry. What? Who? Hmm? <laughs> With Autumn on new spouse, game changer. Like mm. most supportive person that could be. Like I mean, again, he has his moments. I vent and I say all of the things, but like at the end of the day, he really is just. he's incredible. I mean, I'm very blessed. I have an amazing friend, a couple friends, but like there's one insignificant clearly, but (laughs) who just at the drop of a hat, like if you need something, she is there. If you have a feeling she is there. And then 
it's hard right now because like my, my mom is going through chemo. So it's harder for her to be like physically supportive, mm-hmm. but like emotionally, like I know I can go to her and talk to her about anything. Um, it's a little bit harder now, especially cause my dad passed in August. So when you go to her about certain things, like if I'm not feeling well or something, she automatically like, that's her trigger. Like she gets anxious. She gets anxious and like, there's a lot of worry and it's like kind of like, I hate to say it, but that's one of the reasons why we're still following COVID protocol in quotes um, mm. when we have this baby, just because I need like a calm yeah. experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do know at the end of the day though, she's there. So like, it's very different. The, pa- the past two and this one are completely different. I, and my doctors are incredible. Like, so oh, good. They actually changed practices with this pregnancy. Um, I followed, they're closing down like the maternity in the hospital I had my other four at. And I'm followed my doctors um, to a different like woman's practice. Uh, it's like an hour and a half away. Oh, wow. But I followed them because that's how amazing they are. So like if I physically call and say, hey, I know my blood pressure is up because I know the triggers. I know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get like... 30 minutes, 40 minutes later, a nurse calling me who doesn't know who I am. My doctor physically calls me and talks to me and is, all right, so what are we feeling and whatever. And like when I go into the, go into the office for like an appointment, it's like, you're sitting there talking to a friend. Oh, that's they, great. They know all my kids' names. They ask yeah. about how they're doing. It's wonderful to have that as well. So I'm very well, and lucky. They- and they obviously know you well enough to know when you're lying about your mental health. Like exactly. you said earlier. So, <laughs> she does. Dr. Hirsch knows all things. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like there are good resources in your area? You're not local to where I am, but do you feel like there are good resources in your area to support a mom or a birthing person who's going through um, some postpartum mental health disorders? I do. I didn't really know many of those resources until recently, actually. Mm-hmm. A couple of them are through the hospital that I'll be delivering at this time around. Mm-hmm. My, because like I said, we, t- her and I had already talked about kind of being proactive this time and whatnot. And she gave me some resources that they actually have. Like, it's like a mom group, but it's like a postpartum mom group. Oh, that's awesome! And you can start while being pregnant. If I wasn't on bed rest, I probably could have gone. Um, <laughs> yay! But um, it's nice because you can bring the kids with you. Doesn't matter age or whatever and it's like kind of just like talking one-on-one and there's like a couple like you don't know who they are she said like a couple like you know therapists kind of like walk around and like but like interact with you like as a, just like, like a regular mingle mm-hmm. yeah so it's kind of nice so you can kind of like open up and talk and like but not feel like you're sitting in a therapist's office because that can give someone more anxiety than mm-hmm. you know just talking to like a friend or whatever yeah and then um I also started uh, my a mops group. It's mom of preschoolers. There's one oh, by okay. you, I believe. I know Lindsay oh. goes to one, and it has been a game changer. Like I needed to get out of my house a little bit. Like this pregnancy, I had lost quite a bit of friends, okay. and like you know, friendship groups change all the time. And I just wasn't into like let's pretend we're in high school drama kind of stuff. Mm, yep. So you know, I got rid of that. And then (laughs) I, you know, I have like two good friends and that's all I really needed. But it was kind of like, they're also, they have their own lives. Number one, number two, one of them lives in Vermont. Like I'm in Pennsylvania, no big difference. Um, (laughs) So it's not like I can just like cross over to the street and go see her. So I started this mops group and it's been fantastic. So that's so great. it's, It's like I said, it's called moms of preschoolers and it's, there's pregnant women, women who just had babies. There's up until, you know, 13 years old. And then you have your mentor moms who are, who are all their kids are grown and out of the house. And like, it's so fantastic. And then they bring in different, like each week is different. Like, so one week we might do arts and crafts, but another week we might have someone come in and talk about mental health or pretty much anything. We've talked about all different kinds of things this year. And it's been, and they watch the kids. While you get to have like some quiet time and breakfast that's warm. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, that's important. Yes. (laughs) Um, While you get to sit and talk with like other people and you get to mingle. And it's honestly, 
two hours that I look forward to every other week. Like that, I, so you just so taught me something. You just taught me about a resource that I didn't know yes, about. Look it up. They're everywhere. You just don't know it. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Yeah. I am. Gonna, I mean, I don't. I don't currently have a preschooler, but I have an. But elementary by preschooler, school kid. that just means, like I said, like you could have a, you could be pregnant with your first, about to have your first, and our every group is different. I believe. I know mm-hmm. ours though. Like whenever there's a baby born. Uh, we start like a meal train. Oh, wow. So all the moms get together. They pick up for like the first two months. Girl. Yes. And so, but I was put on bed rest. So they started it early for me. <laughs> nice. So I have it right now and then I'll have it for the first month after baby's born, which is like, mm-hmm. and it's like, it it's three days out of the week. You know, it's not every day, but that's three days that like, you don't have to. Think I don't about have it. to worry because yeah. it's hard to worry about. I'm trying to just keep a kid in here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's what I'm supposed to be worrying about. So, <laughs> yeah, but like so, like that starts like next week, I think, for us. But it's just like, and you know, I've had a couple. I've made some friends, and they do um, play dates, and they do mom's night out. That's so cool. where there is no kids; it's just the moms, and like you need that. Yes, need you that. do, and it. Yeah, it's been that has been a great resource. So. That's yeah. amazing. That's cool because um, I'm sure our listeners will benefit from hearing about that too. If I didn't know about it, I can guarantee there will be a few others that had had never heard of it. Right. So that's super cool. We can look that up. And I know that. So at least in, with mine, they have it. It does cost like for there's like um a semester fee or whatever. I, it's like to help pay for like the childcare and such. Yeah, yeah kind of um, like dues, but yeah, like a due. Yeah, but if yeah. you can't afford it they give you a scholarship. Wow. So it's, they make it very easy. Like, and I they're love just the that. nicest people, like at least in mine. So <laughs> I don't know about all of them, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, the nicest people you can meet. And it was, it was literally like a godsend. Like, well, because especially if you're going through, I mean, Every every new parent, every new mom needs a group like that. But especially if you're going through like pregnancy complications or if you're going through mental health issues, you need that community around you. Yes, you do. So that is amazing. (laughs) It absolutely takes a tribe. I learned that this time around for sure. So everybody's story is unique and everybody's lived a different experience and everybody's journey through motherhood has its own ups and downs. But if you could go back to Lorraine before you even had your first child and tell her what she could expect, how would you sum it up? It is going to be rough. It is not going to be easy. You're going to want to turn around and give up and run away. (laughs) Um, Don't because it's so worth it. Mm-hmm. Every down that you're going to have is just, you're, once you surpass that, you're going to be, it's going to so be worth it. Like it's for every down, I had three ups, if that makes sense. Like yeah, with each crappy pregnancy, you get this beautiful baby with literally almost dying on the table with every birthing experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're going to have this, it, 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 this life that it's just going to, you're going to get through the divorce. You're going to get through the toxic relationship to find this man who you were so blessed with. And these kids who can give you a really hard time, <laughs> <laughs> like when they shit on the floor <laughs> or when they break something or, you know, you're not going to want to do the cheer, but just at the end of the day, like seeing them all four of them literally curled up in a ball together on the couch watching a movie with you. It's totally worth it every second. So don't turn back. Don't run away because if you do, you're going to miss something that's just truly incredible. I can see and I can hear how much how much love you have for your kids and for your family. I do. <laughs> I, do. I might Being sometimes a mom- say that I don't, but let me tell you, they are my I they are my everything (laughs) I can definitely feel that I can absolutely feel that from you and even if I wasn't pregnant I'd probably cry because I'm an emotional person anyway (laughs) I'm just a mess (laughs) it's okay it's totally okay well 
I really appreciate you being so open and honest and being so vulnerable with your story. I said it before, I'll say it again. I can feel how much your family means to you and how much motherhood means to you. It radiates off of you. And I just want to thank you again for sharing your story with us. I want to thank you for having me. I was really nervous. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but it was it was fantastic. You are fantastic. Well, thank um, you. It was nice just like talk to another adult <laughs> yeah but like yes. also at the same time like getting across so many different things even if I sound like crazy when I talk because I do go back and forth not but, at all I mean it was a pleasure talking to you thank you so much You're welcome thank you again so much to Lorraine for sharing her story if you want to follow along with us on Quiet Connection, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Quiet Connection or at Quiet Connection Podcast. You can find us on all your major podcast platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Amazon, iTunes, and more. Join us next time where another story is told and you realize you are not alone. I see you.